Light that spark, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1449 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And the Fire Nation newsletter drops value bombs our day, Fire Nation. So subscribe at eofire.com or just text the word EOFIRE to 33444. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Matthew Turner. Matthew, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, I am, man. I'm hot and Hansel yes. right now, John. <laughs> Matthew is an author and storyteller who works with entrepreneurs, founders, and creative thinkers to build thriving businesses that light a fire within them. After interviewing 163 authority figures for his latest book, The Successful Mistake, he unearthed how successful people overcome failure and adversity, not only ensuring they don't ruin their livelihood, but form the basis of their greatest idea yet. Matthew, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Absolutely, John. Well, I suppose I should first of all mention that you indeed your fine self feature in the success mistake along with lots of people. Because I've made my share of successful mistakes. (laughs) Oh, and I loved yours. It was brilliant and it was all around sort of procrastination and things and I can certainly relate to it. And, and yeah, I mean, I basically spent a good chunk of the last few years connecting with fine people like yourself, lots of people that you know, lots of people have featured on this fine podcast. And yeah, I just wanted to ask them, like, what is your biggest mistake, man? And how did you transform that into the success story you are today? Like, what have you learned from it? And, and that, in a nutshell, is what the success mistake is all about. It's all about inspiring people entertaining people and educating people showing them that this is what happens when you make a mistake this is the seven stage process you go through and the best do it a little bit differently to the rest and this is how the best do it and this is how the rest do it so if you want to be like the best do this if not well (laughs) hey maybe you don't want to read the book so yeah that is basically the book and it's been an incredible journey obviously when you write a book like that it's great But the journey of interviewing 163 people, I mean, I've learned so much. I've probably got the equivalent of like, I don't know, like 80, 90,000, maybe even more of like free coaching calls. It's been incredible for me. It's helped me have a bit of understanding of my own business, my own journey, you know, my own life. It's been it's been amazing. So, And you made the comment, Matthew, that successful people do it just a little bit different. And I want you, Fire Nation, to really draw into that, that it's that little tweak is that little, it's not much. It's that little tweak that can make all the difference in the world. So don't think that it's like this vast gap between the successful and the, you know, not yet successful. No, it's just, it's a little tweak. And I just love how you break that down, MT, like you do a great job. And like you said, you've now interviewed 163, I think you said people, and you've talked to them, you've had these great experiences. You've developed expertise around this topic. So give us two value bombs right now that you think Fire Nation needs to know about just where you shine your area of expertise? Well, I just want, my first one wants to be a bit of an expansion of what you just said there, because it's not just even that it's a small thing. Like, I I don't even think people appreciate that it's a small difference. Like some people, I think a lot of us have this assumption of, okay, they're looking at John, they see how much money you make, you know, in the top right hand corner of your website, it's like, you can see how much money you make. He's done this for so long. John and his team won't make mistakes anymore. John won't start something and see it fail or not make expectations. He's beyond that. But the big thing is, like, here's the first value bomb for you. 
<laughs> doesn't matter how successful you are, how wealthy you are, how experienced you are. Mistakes and failure and adversity and rejection remain part of the journey. And sometimes it's not even like your fault. Like you can be perfect, but, you know, the economy still falls, you know? Things still go wrong, and it's still going to be you who has to turn it from a bad time into a good time. So the first value bomb right there is, like, mistakes still happen. It doesn't matter how far along your journey are, like, mistakes happen. I don't want myself or the book or anything to glorify failure or mistakes or anything. It's just to be, like, honest. Like, it stays part of your journey no matter what. So that's the big thing, because I think people have this assumption of, I will make mistakes, sure, but then I'll get to a certain stage where I'll have it figured out. You never have it figured out. Like I've I've spoken to people who are worth a lot of money, been doing this for decades, and they still don't have it all figured out. Things still go wrong. They'll launch something and it doesn't meet expectations. Well, let me add to this. It would be boring if you figure things out. So Fire Nation, that just doesn't happen. Like you don't figure things out and thank goodness because it'd be downright boring. So MT, what's number two? The second one is reflection, and it's such a big one. And I'll use um, Corbett Barr as an example. Um, Corbett Barr is the founder of Fizzle.co. And what I didn't know when I interviewed Corbett was he had like a pretty typical Silicon Valley startup, um, you know, like investment, you know, millions investment, you know, a team. It was like technology, software, you know, your standard Silicon Valley thing. And it failed mainly because of the 2008 crash. And... Everything I suppose rationally going through Corbett's mind at the time was, okay, I just need to probably start a new business or go and get a job and I need to do things. I, I just need to do it because I've lost my business and I'm like back at rock bottom and I need to, you know, bring in money and everything, right? And I, and I found this time and time again, but that's not what successful people do. They t- find time to take a step back and reflect. And in Corbett's case, he went to travel Mexico with his wife for six months, which is when he actually found all these people who were doing stuff like what you yourself are doing, you know, your blogging and your podcast and these people who have these location independent lives. And he was just like blown away. And I always remember something that Corbett said to me. He was like, if I had stayed there and made a decision at that moment, at that time, it would have been the wrong decision. I was incapable of making the right decision there and then. I needed to escape and to reflect in order to figure out what the right decision was. So reflection is huge. And that's something which I found time and time again when speaking to people. They find the strength. And it's the hardest thing to do. Because every mistake and fail is different, you know, some big, some small. Sometimes these little reflections, like five minutes, you know, you, just, you take five minutes to just go and have a shower or have a quick walk. Sometimes it's you need a whole week or two weeks to completely escape. Like it's different. But people who are at the top of the game, the best, the ones who do it different to the rest, are those who find time and the strength to reflect on what's happened so they can figure out what the right answer is going to be instead of settling for what the most obvious one is. And a lot of people put a lot of names and just things around the word meditation. And that's why it kind of scares people because they just like, oh, meditation, like, uh, it's just, it's just reflection. Like meditation yeah. can just be sitting quietly in a room, reflecting, thinking, giving your body, your space, your mind time to breathe time to think. And now, Matt, as you've gone through this journey, I mean, you've learned a lot and I'm sure you've changed your mind about a number of things, but what's something specifically that you used to believe six months ago that you don't believe anymore or something that you've changed your mind about recently? What is that? I'm going to kind of probably 
completely go off topic here because I mean, people probably thought, oh, it's going to be something to do with like successful or mistake or something. But actually, it's been surrounded by this, this idea of affiliate marketing. And I always saw it as a very kind of smarmy, salesy type thing, you know, black hat kind of marketing, something I never really wanted to be involved in, either from the person who was, I suppose, promoting it to my audience, but also as the author or the creator sharing it elsewhere. But I've, but I've been lucky enough to find some amazing people recently who I, I suppose do it the right kind of way. And I found that, it, that there's, the, there's the bad side of it. You know, there's people who do it bad, like in anything, you know, email marketing, there's the good and the bad, you know, calling people up on the phone, the good and the bad. But yeah, in the last six months, I've really kind of had my eyes open to, there's a lot of people who are doing these partnerships or affiliate marketing, whatever you want to classify it as, in a really kind of relationship first, like engaging first, like value first manner. And I, I really like it. I see so much value in it from an author trying to get his book out there into the world, but also as someone who wants to form great connections with, you know, my fellow kindred spirits and introduce them to my other kind of fellow kindred spirits, my audience. So, yeah, I, and I think it, it kind of taught me a quick lesson of like anything in life, there's always going to be the good side and the bad side. And sometimes you might be introduced to something and see the bad side, but that doesn't mean that there isn't the good that exists. That doesn't mean there are people out there doing it in a way that really kind of like ticks your boxes. And it's just a bit of a reminder to like, even if you come across something that you don't like and it's like, oh, this gives me cringeworthy sensations right now and I've got goosebumps and not in a good way they're still going to be, okay, well, let's look into this. There's probably people who are doing it in a way that I love. Let's try and find those people and take it from there. So, Matt, you really focus on the successful mistake and mistakes that people made, but then, you know, how they shifted and turned and twisted that into success. You know, one thing that I focus here on EO Fire is the worst entrepreneurial moment. That's something that I've done from episode one and I'm still doing to this day. So, Take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment. Tell us your story. It was coming up to a couple of years ago now, and I was doing like a bit of a crowd publishing, crowdfunding campaign for the success mistake. And in doing so, I had this rather naive, and I'm not even going to say like pretty cocky outlook of, well, I've involved all these 150 plus people. They're invested in the book. They feature in the book. They're going to want to share it with their audience, buy a copy for themselves and maybe for a few friends. Like, I'm going to just smash this campaign. So I put a lot of emphasis into, you know, if you like the design of a campaign, you know, getting all the, you know, social media, right, everything like that. Under the assumption that I would just send some emails and people would be like, definitely I'm part of this book. I want to share it and shout about it from the rooftops. And... That was that was wrong. And I realized I did. I mean, I, that's what I did. And I got a lot of silence. And at first I was angry, which made me even more angry. Because I, then I figured out, actually, why am I angry? Like, what do I expect? Like, I can't presume that these people who have already given me so much are going to give me even more. Why should they? What am I doing right now about is providing them more value? And... I think the sort of big aha moment for me all in all that, you know, this big, this kind of big failure for me is I, I have like these friends who I've known for years, like on my Facebook and like anyone, you, when you send someone a Facebook message, you can see your prayer conversation. And I, and I can't remember who it was, but I sent someone who I'd known for, you know, several years 
and I talked about this campaign. I was like, oh, it'd be really great if you could support it, either, you know, share it with your friends, buy a copy, whatever. And I pressed send. And then I realized that the previous time I'd reached out to them was a year ago, almost to the day, talking about another book I'd written. And I'd not got a reply for them. I'd not kind of, and I kind of looked back and I was like, I've not spoken to this person for like three years. I feel like it hasn't, but like, I feel like it's not been that long, but it, like, here it is. Like I have not spoken to this person in three years. And the two times I've reached out to them isn't to like ask how they're doing, you know, what's going on in their life. It's like, here's my book. Will you help me? And I, and it was awful. I, I felt terrible. And I realized that is what I'd been doing to these 150 people who had appeared in my book. I was like, I reached out to them, did a really great job of connecting with them, getting them on the Skype call, having a conversation with them, like I'm having a conversation with you right now, and then leaving it stale. Not everyone, I, I befriended many, but many, not so much. And I realized I've not spoken to that person for like eight months. I've not spoken to that person for like seven, eight months, you know, a year, more than a year. And yet now I'm reaching out to them and saying, oh, I could really do with your help, even though you've given me a lot of help already. And it just gave me this greater understanding of like how I'd been treating people. And I'd, I hadn't been doing so consciously because I was of this thing. I, I want to, you know, connect with new people. I'm starting these new relationships all the time. I'm doing it for the, you know, good reasons. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not like a smarmy salesman. But that's exactly what I felt. And that was probably the lowest moment in my entrepreneurial journey because I realized I'd done a horrendous job horrendous job of nurturing these relationships not just these new relationships i've been creating recently for the book and for other business ventures but you know from the relationships that i had and these friendships for years that kind of went before me before I turned on and i was like i don't want to be that guy and it was and it was not a good time and i felt horrendous for it and i decided there and then i don't want to be that person anymore i need to make sure that i you know, do a better job of not just connecting with people, but nurturing these relationships too. An interesting thing about this Fire Nation that I actually want to draw your attention to, sometimes doing something horrendously is actually the best thing that can ever happen to you. Because like, if yeah. Matt had done an okay job at that at building relationships and he had done good enough so that some of them shared, he's like, okay, it was kind of a success. Like, it wouldn't have been so obvious that he was just not going about this the right manner, that he was not putting the relationships first, that he was not looking at building meaningful, genuine friendships ahead of everything else. But no, because he had such a horrendous result, he had to just go back to the drawing board and be like, whoa, like what just happened? What do I need to do? And he really understood the power of building those real relationships and not just relying on people sharing just for the sake of sharing. So believe me, sometimes when you hit those lowest of the lows, those tough moments, those worst entrepreneurial moments, they're a super huge blessing in disguise. Just, you know, keep that, keep that in mind. So always look for that silver lining. Now, Matt, you obviously have a lot of things going on, but talk to us, to Fire Nation, about the one thing you're most fired up about today. Um, the thing that's going to get me really fired up at the moment is now the book is out there, now the success mistake is out into the world. It's it's like a new chapter has begun. I spent so long on the book, you know, doing those interviews, writing it, you know, bringing it all together. When I actually pressed the publish button and that the launch day, it felt like day zero because it felt like this is when the journey really begins. And what really fires me up now is getting a book, which I, I'm really proud of. 
into the hands of the people who I think, you know, need to read it. And it's, you know, it's part of a journey. It's a really tough one because you have to go out and you have to find those people and then you have to like befriend those people and you have to, you know, kind of give them a reason to take a chance on you. But it's a great journey and it's, uh, it's, it kind of really gets me fired up because I'm thinking, what is the point of writing a book like this, doing all of these interviews, learning so much myself, but then only going in half-assed and trying to get it into the hands of those people who I believe need it? Mm. So loads of things kind of going on on that side of things. There's the daily stuff of just reaching out to people and doing blog posts and content marketing and everything else. But really excited to be doing you know, a free paperback campaign, which I've been inspired to do from people who inspire me. Uh, I, you know, I think it's just a great way. I personally love to get books through my door, holding them. And I just can't think of a better way to kind of spread the love of the success and the stake. And be like, you know what? This isn't about making a quick book. This isn't about getting huge royalties or making money about from you. It's about sharing these lessons with you. And that's what drives me pretty much every day for the success mistake. It's like, I obviously want to make money from it. I obviously want it to be a success in many ways. But the biggest drive for me is just I want people to read it and I want people to take something from it. And if I can just change a few lives along the way, then it makes all those interviews, all those hours writing, all those edits, all the everything else just worth it beyond some. Well, Fire Nation, we're going to be changing people's lives in the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. If you're a marketer focused on helping local businesses, then one of the most high-pressure situations you'll find yourself in is being able to show them results. It's a terrible feeling when you've worked so hard only to find yourself and your clients let down. That's why I'm excited to share a free training with you from my friend Billy Jean, where he's going to show you the best-performing Facebook and Instagram ads created by his very own agency. Billy Jean has worked with some of the largest franchises in the world and has spent millions of dollars figuring out exactly what works and what doesn't work. From dentists to personal trainers to chiropractors to real estate agents, he's helped them all and he's going to show you exactly how he gets them results. Visit deliveroi.com to sign up for this free training. That's deliveroi.com. Matthew, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am, man. I hope I do them justice. What was holding you back from being an entrepreneur? probably a bit of a cliche to say it, but it was very much, you know, the fear of, I, I'm just this average guy. I don't have anything worthwhile to be, you know, an entrepreneur. I kind of had in my mind of an entrepreneur, it's like a Richard Branson and I'm no Sir Richard Branson. I'm, I don't have that kind of gift. I don't have that kind of worth. I'm, I'm just an average guy doing average things. But I suppose since becoming one and, you know, doing it on my own back, I've realized that isn't what an entrepreneur is. There's many different levels to it. And there's something amazing to just actually, you know, create and serve and then take it from there. What's the best advice you've ever received? One of the big things that I took from the book is a conversation I had with Debbie Millman. And she, um, spoke with a friend of hers, Dan Shapiro, and it was all about this notion of fear and overcoming fear. And what Dan said to Debbie was, I don't think you need confidence or even competence to overcome your fear. You just need courage to take that step. And I think that was a really amazing gift given to me because the fact is you're not always going to feel 
confident and you're not always necessarily going to have the competence to, you know, knock it out of a park. But if you've got the courage to take a step and then another step, then that's how anything builds, anything and everything. So I think so long as you know that's all you need truly is a little bit of courage, then you'll do okay. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? That is a tricky one for me because I'm I'm always one who quite often will start habits and then let them slide. So one of my sort of habits I'm working on is actually sticking to my habits. But I've always been quite um, good at walking. And I think that's a really good habit of mine. I like to walk everywhere. I do not like driving. If I can catch a train somewhere, I do, which means I'd walk a lot. I walk at least on a, on a quiet week, I walk upwards of 20 miles. And I think that's a really good habit because not only is it getting, you know, the blood pumping and getting um, sort of, you know, that, that exercise, which is great for the energy and everything like that. But it's when I walk, when I have time to reflect and it kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, that's what the best, that's what separates the best from the rest, you know, reflection. And each and every day I spend usually at least an hour and a half just walking and it's time for me to reflect, think imagine and everything else and i think the power of walking is is insane i don't think people do it enough of it it's not necessarily just for exercise it's for everything that comes with else with it too can you share an internet resource like evernote with fire nation i'm lucky to have some amazing partners for the successful mistake and one of them is contactually and it's a software that has just you know changed how i approach things i think it's a fantastic follow-on to you know, my sort of big failing along this journey, relationships, contactually really helps me hone in on my relationships, lets me see like when I've spoken to people, it gives me reminders, you've not spoken to this person for a few months. So like, maybe I should just send them a quick text, a quick email, a quick Facebook message, just like, hey, how are you doing? So yeah, contactually has been an amazing gift for me. It doesn't only um, act as like a, a CRM system, but a real relationship building and relationship nurturing tool and man it's been a game changer for me yeah i interviewed the founder of contactually v band not too long ago well actually it was a long time ago (laughs) but it was a good interview (laughs) he's a a very good guy i've had the fortune of interviewing him too and yeah yeah, great guy and an amazing business yeah wonderful guy if you could recommend one book to join the successful mistake on our bookshelves <laughs> what would it be mt and why life and times of being a remarkable misfit by aj leon i think i've got the title there probably a bit jumbled up but aj leon's book it's all about basically being a rather remarkable misfit and it's just a book of essays and i think you can read all the all the essays and the book itself like pdf form free on his website but the actual paperback edition is just beautiful hand pressed like like everything aj and the misfit Inc. team do is just like above and beyond beautiful and i think the essays I, I i don't think anybody could read that book and not be inspired by at least one or two of the essays in it and i and when i say like inspired i mean like change your life rip your insides up <laughs> light a fire within them kind of inspired he's that kind of guy and yeah i think if anyone i don't care what kind of person you are like you can read that book and it will it'll change you Life in Times of a Remarkable Misfit, a collection of essays about changing yes. the world. So Matthew, we're going to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
Absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure, John. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. And if you would like to get a free paperback edition of The Successful Mistake, just head on over to successfulmistake.com forward slash fire and you will be able to just fill in your details, grab a free paperback yes. book and read it, love it, and read stories from amazing people like John. So oh, do it. Love do it, that. Right? And what's a parting piece of guidance? My parting piece of guidance is it's, it's to just kind of try and embrace your mistakes and your fails as much as you can. They play a part in your journey. You know, the journey that you're on as an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you're doing isn't always going to be all good. It isn't always going to be all bad. And whatever happens, it's part of your journey. And I think so long as you just remember that and try and take as many lessons from it, then you will keep learning, you'll keep progressing, you will keep growing and good things will come from that. So embrace it, embrace your journey, the good, the bad and indeed the ugly. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with MT and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Matthew in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Links galore. These are the best show notes in the biz. And of course, head over to successfulmistake.com slash fire to pick up your free I repeat, free book that is just waiting for you. And again, JLD, I got a little feature in there, so check it out. And Matthew, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, brother, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers, on. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed that chat with Matthew today. And again, that was successfulmistake.com slash fire for your free successful mistake book. And of course, I want you to check out our free podcasting course. If you want to create, grow, monetize your own podcast. So just head over to freepodcastcourse.com and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Join Billy Jean on his free training as he shows you the best performing Facebook and Instagram ads that he uses to get his clients results. Visit deliverroi.com.